Welcome to the StoryCraft Cafe. Come in, grab a cup of your favorite beverage, and get ready to join the storytelling conversation. StoryCraft Cafe is brought to you by Dabble, the ultimate cloud-based fiction writing software. Here we're going to bring together storytellers from all walks to encourage and empower you to craft your best story. Welcome into the StoryCraft Cafe podcast. Thanks for joining us again this week. I hope your NaNoWriMo has been going amazingly. If you're listening to this episode when it first drops, we're a little over halfway through NaNoWriMo. So I hope that that's going amazingly well for you and uh and if you've been following along over at storycraft.cafe there's been lots of writing sprints and uh you know people that you can connect with to help you stay motivated stay on track and you know maybe pick up a few tips along the way we got a very special series of podcasts that I'm going to be bringing you over the next few weeks. Uh, we published a book uh, here at Dabble. It was called Let's Write a Book, and it is uh, eight chapters with a conclusion and a introduction chapter. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to release this audio book uh, chapter by chapter. Today, we're going to have the introduction and chapter one and i think you're really gonna enjoy this this will step you through the process of going from nothing to writing a book and i I hope you'll enjoy it chapter two three steps to get ready to write so you've got your genre and subgenre down it must be time to get writing right not so fast think back to when i mentioned that there's a lot more to being a writer than just your writing. In this chapter, I'm going to introduce the three things you should get in order before you journey into all that fun writing stuff. No, these aren't necessarily mandatory for you to do first, but I'm all about establishing that strong foundation to set you up for success. The last thing I want to see is a new writer diving into their story, getting discouraged, and giving up before that story can even see the light of day. Let's get you set up to write in three easy steps. Step 1. Set up your writing space. Picture this. You're sitting down to write what is sure to be a best-selling novel. Maybe you're in an Italian villa overlooking the Adriatic Sea. Maybe you've just gotten back from visiting a temple in Thailand. Or maybe you're just at a desk in your spare bedroom. Even though you can write anywhere, it is a great idea to set up a place specifically for you to write. This is your space. A place for you to put up motivational quotes and cat posters, keeping your favorite books about writing, like this one, and make as comfortable as you want. Most importantly, though, it is a place where you can distance yourself from distractions. Some of the biggest enemies your writing career will face are distractions. And while I call them enemies, they come in many forms. Social media, your phone, emails, your family, dirty dishes, laundry, video games, books, movies, snacks, shelves that need dusting, floors that need mopping, 
lawns that need mowing, the list is near infinite. All of these are things you could easily use to justify not writing. But when you are in your writing space, those things don't exist. You don't see the dirty dishes or laundry. You don't have a chance to play video games. This might mean disabling your computer's Wi-Fi. Your family knows that most things can wait while you're in your writing space. This writing space establishes both mental and physical boundaries, allowing your brain to focus on nothing but the story you want it to write. It also starts to create a routine, so your brain automatically enters writing mode as you return to the same place. When thinking about your writing space, consider four important pieces. Comfort, focus, inspiration, and a spark. Comfort. Obviously one of the most important things to think about when creating a writing space. You don't want a location that will lull you to sleep. But your writing space shouldn't cause aches and pains if you spend more than an hour there on a long writing session. Comfort means something different to everyone, but make sure your writing space doesn't make you feel too cramped, too rigid, or too anxious. Read, keep it clean. Focus. Your writing space is all about helping you focus on the task at hand. This means you might want somewhere that has a door to keep out distractions. Maybe your writing space is on the other side of the house from the chores you need to get to afterwards. Maybe your focus is maintained simply by putting headphones on while sitting at the kitchen table. Wherever it is, make sure you can focus in your writing space. A sweet bonus. If you use Dabble to write, it automatically enters focus mode to get rid of the screen clutter once your fingers start flying. Inspiration. Writing is an art form, so a little inspiration can go a long way. Inspiration could be project-specific. You can keep a picture or trinket around that helps you think about the next scene. It could also be motivation-based, like the aforementioned poster of a cat with Hang in there, baby, on the wall. So what inspires you? Spark. This is a fun one. No, I don't want you to set your writing space on fire. Pick something sensory that you do every time you sit down, or stand, in your writing space to tell your mind that it is time to be creative. This is something that shouldn't really happen outside of the space. Perhaps you light a specific candle, listen to a specific song, or make a specific drink. Make it activate one or more of your senses to truly turn it into a creative spark. One last thing to think about when choosing your writing space is your body's health. Yes, typing in your bed might be comfortable, but it will wreak havoc on your neck, back, and wrists. Typing by candlelight can seem cool, but it will do damage to your eyes. And seriously, who is typing by candlelight? Writing a book takes a long time, so you are going to be in the same position for up to an hour or more at once. Make sure that your writing space isn't negatively impacting your body and, for the majority of people who will be sitting at a desk or table, consider investing in some ergonomic items. And a little tip. Clean up your writing space every time you finish writing. Cleanliness is next to godliness, and godliness is next to writing an awesome book. Step 2. 
assemble your writing toolkit. Even with the best writing space, you still need some tools to write your masterpiece. It's easy to get caught up in wanting the shiniest new thing to add to your toolkit, but we're going to keep it simple. Simple means less distractions to clutter your writing space and get in the way of your creative process. It also means not spending money on every toy marketed to writers. Heck, you could get going with just a pencil and some paper, but that might be too simple. When you boil it right down, your writing toolkit only needs a few things to get you going. As you grow as a writer, you can add things to your toolkit along the way that you find particularly helpful. But for now, here's what we suggest you add to your repertoire. Writing software. Unless you are one of those purists who refuses to use anything but pencil and paper or a typewriter, you're going to need something to write with. There are a bunch of platforms out there like Google Docs or Microsoft Word. These platforms are free or inexpensive and provide you with a blank digital piece of paper to type on. On the opposite end of the spectrum, there are platforms with so many features that most writers won't ever use them all. Your job is to find the software that works best for you. Take Dabble, for instance. Our whole thing is making a platform that is built specifically for fiction writers. In Dabble, you can separate parts, chapters, and scenes, make world and character notes that are just a single click away, and use our awesome plot grid to map out your story like the pros so you have your notes for each scene right there as you're writing. All set in a user-friendly modern platform to limit those pesky distractions. At the end of the day, though, only you know what's best for you. So on your journey to figuring out your writing software, why not give Dabble's premium features a try for 14 days, absolutely free, and actually free, no credit card required, by visiting www.dabblewriter.com. A timer. One of the best ways to encourage your brain to get creative is to put a time limit on it. For writers, this is especially true. Writing fiction isn't really something you can do for eight hours a day, no matter how much you want. That would just be exhausting. My eyes hurt from thinking about staring at pages of text for eight hours in a row. Luckily, there are two different tried-and-true methods of writing that will stimulate and train your creative muscles. Both of these methods need a timer. The first is just set a timer for an hour and don't get up until that hour is done. I hope you didn't drink too much coffee or tea before you started. If you sit down every day for an hour-long writing session, preferably at the same time each day, you will find that creativity comes more easily to you during those sessions. It becomes your writing time. A sacred hour, or two, or three, if you can afford that many hours in a day, where you are alone with your craft. That sounds great to me. The second method is the more fast-paced writing sprint. Made popular with modern writers by author Chris Fox in his book 5,000 Words Per Hour, writing sprints are a series of small bursts of writing. For most authors, you'll find a pattern like 15 or 20 minutes of writing, followed by a five-minute break, then another 15 or 20 minutes of writing, then another break, repeat for as long as you can. The idea is that you write as much as you can during the sprints, 
not taking any time to worry about word choice, spelling, punctuation, or anything else that can be fixed up later. Get those words out, then use the break to breathe, recover, refill your coffee, answer the call of nature, text your mom back, then do it again. True to the name of his book, Fox uses this method to write 5,000 words in an hour. That's a massive number of words. Even though some of those will be cut or changed while revising and editing, this method makes finishing your first draft a lot faster. Writing sprints can be a great way to be social with other authors, too. Hop on a video call in Discord or Facebook Messenger and crank out those words for 15 minutes. Then during the break, share your success and what scene you managed to write with the others and use their victories to motivate yourself. If you have a phone, you have a timer. So this item is pretty easy to add to your toolkit. If you want to embrace the magic of writing sprints, Dabble has made a tool available to every writer everywhere for absolutely free over at www.wordsprints.org. You can easily set up your own writing sprints or schedule a group one to invite your author friends. Even if you don't use this right now, keep it in mind come November and National Novel Writing Month. We've also set up an amazing community of writers over at Storycraft Cafe, where we host writing sprints every week. If you haven't checked it out, head on over and introduce yourself. It's like writing Twitter, but more fun and with cooler people. A way to take notes. Even if you think you will remember every single idea and detail that pops into your head while you're writing, you won't. Not unless you have some kind of superhuman memory that can log every little thought, no matter how small. While you're writing, ideas and inspiration will peek out from behind your words. You'll mutter, wow, that would be great in that last chapter. Or, I want to change this detail about the frames of my villain's glasses. When those moments happen, you should write them down. If you don't, they could get lost in the void forever. You might not be a fan of making extremely detailed notes before you start writing, but taking notes as you write is a great way to make sure you limit plot holes and capitalize on inspiration when it strikes. To help out, Dabble not only has a dedicated story notes section, but you can create comments and sticky notes as you go. Note-taking has never been easier or more fun. But again, some of you purists might thrive using a pen and paper to take notes. There is nothing wrong with that. You do you, Hemingway. A few bonus tools. There are a few other items you can toss into your toolkit to make your writing a bit easier. Like I mentioned before, an item or trinket that inspires you is always handy to have. It can live in your writing space, but if it's small enough, can also be brought with you if you decide to write on the couch one morning rather than in your normal spot. Since we never stop learning, or referencing what we've learned, you might want to keep a handful of your favorite writing resources close by too. Have a question about characterization or story structure after a few writing sprints? Just check your pile of resources. Not everything has to be physical either. We're always growing our own online bank of resources we call DabbleU. This is an ever-expanding library of resources made for writers just like you. Check out DabbleU at www.dabblewriter.com slash dabble-u. Maybe you want your favorite pen and your writing toolkit. 
Maybe you want a nice bag to hold everything. Maybe you want some kind of fidget to play with while your mind tries to catch up to your typing. Your toolkit is yours, so add what you want. Just remember, simpler is often better. Step 3. Form your writing mindset. The last thing you need before we embark on your book is the proper writing mindset. Going into writing without the proper frame of mind will inevitably lead to burnout, a lack of motivation, frustration, and a lot of unfinished books. It cannot be understated how important getting into the right mindset is. That's why I put it so early in the book. If you keep these mindset tips at the forefront while reading the remaining chapters, and when you go to write your own, it will reinforce everything you're about to learn. To truly embrace the writing mindset, you must understand the why, the process, and the discipline. Understand the why. Why do you want to write a book? Seems like a pretty simple question. You probably have a really quick answer for it, too. If you don't, that's fine. Here are some of the most common reasons. You love writing. You have a story you really want to tell. You're an avid reader and want to try your hand at writing a book. Being an author is a lifelong dream of yours. You want a career change. Whatever your why is, write it down and post it in your writing space. Put it somewhere you will see it every time you sit down to write. When motivation is lacking, and there will be moments when it's lacking, your why will keep you going. Understand the process. Writing a book is one of the longest processes that any creative person or artist will face. Writing the first draft alone takes months, not to mention the planning and outlining before that draft, then the revising, beta reading, more revising, editing, formatting, marketing, and publishing that comes afterwards. When I say understand the process, I don't mean that you need to have a thorough understanding of all those pieces to the writing puzzle. That can only come through experience and time. But what you need to understand is that writing isn't a quick nor an easy journey. Like I said, it can take months, maybe longer, to write your first draft. That's months of waking up an hour early or spending half an hour during your lunch or after work every day to write. Every day. And if it doesn't happen every day, because we're human and that's perfectly fine, it's another day more that you need to write. That's daunting. That's downright scary. And to make matters worse, writing is hard. There are going to be setbacks and moments when you just don't want to write. There are going to be times when you're just going to stare at a blank page. And other times, you will have wished the page was blank because what you wrote can be awful. The process is long and difficult. But it's totally worth it. There are few things as fulfilling as finishing the book that has been burning in your mind for years. It makes the entire process bearable. So just remember, when you are working your way through this process, it will be difficult. And it will be amazing. Understand the discipline. This touches on something from the last section. But let's elaborate on it more. Writing a book takes discipline. It takes sitting down for dozens, maybe hundreds of hours in total to start and finish your first draft. 
If you don't have the discipline to do that or aren't willing to grow that discipline, then you risk never finishing your book. You've heard it before and you'll hear it again many times before the end of this book, but the best thing you can do to establish the discipline that writers need is make writing a habit. Set aside some time every day, ideally the same time each day if that works for you. By blocking off this time for writing, you are accomplishing two important things. First, you are establishing more boundaries that have already been put in place by your writing space. These boundaries will exist for other people in your home. Your partner or kids will learn that this is time when you're busy, but they will also reinforce boundaries you've placed on yourself. No checking emails during writing time, no loading the dishwasher, no scrolling through social media for hours on end. Just write. The second thing that blocking off time accomplishes is the all-important process of habit building. It takes, on average, over two months of daily repetition to make a habit automatic. For some habits, it can take closer to 250 days. For others, more like three weeks. Writing is a little more complex than, say, making your bed as soon as you wake up in the morning, so don't go hoping for that shorter time frame. But why is building a writing habit important? When something is a habit, it happens automatically. You won't need to psych yourself up for writing. You won't worry about whether or not you'll be blessed with creativity today. You will just write. And you'll write a lot. By forming a writing habit, it's easy to master the discipline you need to work through your first book, and your next, and your next, and so on. We'll revisit this again when we talk about writer's block and losing motivation. What doesn't get your book written? So we've established the three things you need to understand before you start writing your book. Unless you're an experienced author, it's going to take some time to perfect your writing mindset. That's A-OK. Writing is a journey, and you might just be starting yours. Before we move on to the next chapter, though, I wanted to help clarify the things that don't get your book written. In the writing world, it's easy to justify procrastination, especially for first-time authors You aren't working with the pressure of an external deadline or fans leaving a comment on every single social media post asking when the next book is coming out. So here are some common sources of procrastination that authors use to justify not writing. Spoiler, none of these are actually valid excuses. Checking email is one of the most time-consuming and momentum-disrupting activities that human beings perform throughout the day. On average, people receive 121 business emails per day. Even if you spent one minute reading each one, that's two hours of your life. That doesn't take into account the spam email we receive, the replies we have to write, and the way some emails can affect our mood and desire to write. When you're in your writing space, don't check emails. When you're writing, disable email notifications. Just ignore them. They'll be there when you return. Reading. Even books about writing is such an easy excuse for writers who don't feel like they're in the mood to write. At least it's making me a better writer, right? Is a line that has been muttered by too many authors. The best way to become a better writer is to, shockingly, write. Yes, it's important to learn about the craft, 
which is why I wrote this book and included resources in your writing toolkit. But there is a time for reading about writing, and there is a time for writing. Those are two separate times, not one time shared between the two. Posting on social media about writing is not a substitute for writing. Authors who are looking to make a living or a partial living out of their work will have to capitalize on social media, but your author platforms need you to be an author. That means writing a book. Social media is the same thing as reading about writing. Both are important, but neither of them should take the place of writing. Carve out some time, even as little as 30 minutes per week, to create and schedule some social media posts, but don't use your sacred writing time to do it. Waiting for the clouds to part and have creativity drift down from the heavens to bless your keyboard is a very specific thing that way too many writers are guilty of. Your story is living inside your mind. Your creativity, your imagination, and your writing skills are all in there too. You don't need an external force to push you every single time you need to write. You'll be waiting for a very, very long time for that to happen. You are a writer. Embrace that sentiment. Think about your why and feel empowered. Write an amazing story. You can do it, and no one or nothing else can do it for you. Now, with all that in mind, let's start planning your book. Not homework. Set up your writing space and toolkit. Another piece of not homework, and I'm not sorry about it. Take a little bit of time to set up your writing space and toolkit. Remember the key pieces you need for each. For your writing space, look for focus, comfort, inspiration, your writing spark. For your writing toolkit, include a word processor, and don't forget about Dabble's 14-day free trial at www.dabblewriter.com, a timer, a way to take notes, your favorite writing resources. Set this book down and go set up your writing space and toolkit. Then you will be ready to start working on your book. That's our episode for today. There's so much more to come as we talk with authors about the craft of writing, but also the business of publishing. Be sure to subscribe to the StoryCraft Cafe podcast in your favorite podcast app to never miss an episode. The StoryCraft Cafe is made possible by Dabble. Writing a book is challenging. Your writing tool shouldn't be. Dabble is an easy-to-use online writing tool packed with helpful features that allow beginning novelists and published authors to create amazing stories. Visit us at dabblewriter.com and start your free trial. Thanks for listening.